Boy, my heart's open. Thank you so much. It's so nice to have a place to come where we can pray for our brothers and sisters. I have a niece by marriage uh, who's Ukrainian. And so our attention is, as all of yours is, is aware. And Sonia uh, is just a lovely, lovely woman. And she shares with us some of her uh, emails from her cousin who is there. So, it behooves all of us, as we do here with these beautiful flowers, is to keep our minds open. As we understand that we are perfection, wholeness, and health. You know, when I was going through school, that was one of our instructions for healing. So, when I would walk into a hospital room, I saw the reality of the physical universe. I had respect for the physical universe. But what I understood at my very depth is that from a soul level, from an image and likeness person, we are perfection, wholeness, and health. And when I keep that energy around people, who are climbing the ladder to health. And, you know, when you're sick, when your body's sick, it feels like there's a mountain there. We've had that in our family. And we stood there with great faith as we see them get well. And as sometimes they make their transition. It never changes the fact that at the soul level we are perfection, wholeness, and health. That to understand that, that we live in a, a spiritual universe that's beyond the physical. That's part of my, my mission as I'm in my older years is um, the one minister calls me a soul whisperer. But that's really true. That's all I really care about. Not that I don't want you to have success in this world. I just was dragging my grandson around. I'm so proud of him. Of course I love this world. Of course I want peace in this world. But it never changes the fact that we are perfection, wholeness, and health. That there is a God that is spirit that transcends all physical manifestations. And we know in our physical universe there's time, there's space, there's form, there's changeable reality. But what we also understand is there's an unchanging force for us. In unity, we call that our 12 powers. The 12 powers never changes. Whether our physical body at times would face some sort of health challenge, or whether we are just the picture of health. It's an unchanging presence. It's an unlimited love. So at HeartMath, do most of you know HeartMath? Yeah? Well, in HeartMath it says, through the lens of the heart, 
we can begin to understand that emotions are not just reactions, and more importantly, that we do have the ability to choose our emotional state and not be victims of our feelings. I remember learning as I was going through my wellness journey that, by the way, I'm still on. But anyway, I remember learning that feelings aren't facts. Well, that was shocking because everybody was trying to get you to feel. So then you'd feel, but it wasn't a fact. I mean, what, what kind of game are we playing here? So one morning I got up very early. It's unusual that at that time in my life that John was still in bed. But that never mattered to me on whether I was going to share my feelings with him. So I was pacing around the bedroom saying I have to go to this meeting, and I don't feel heard, and I'm not sure, and am I going to be the lead here? What's happening, and what action should we take? And I'm just upset. He raises his head with the wisdom he's always been in my life, and he says, Donna, are you making up stories about yourself again? That's what our feelings are. We make up stories about ourselves. And then we believe them. And then we live them. When the truth of our being is we are loved. When the truth of our being is we're perfection, wholeness, and health. Perfection, wholeness, and well-being. And that we claim life as wholeness. And Christian healing says, the more we believe in the wisdom, power, substance, and love, and life of one mind. That's why we're told to serve God above all else, and all, everything else will fall into place. That's like a true statement. It's biblical, too. And you have faith in all presence, the presence of God. So what does this look like in the world? I mean, like, how, how do we make sense of it? Because you want to understand it. Because I, I, I just hate double talk. So it's like a flower. A flower is beautiful. But it's in the physical world. So all of a sudden, the beauty of that flower will begin to fade. And then after time, the flower is dying. Although John always says, I think it's got one more day. So that's our relative truth. It's relative. It's true. It is true. A flower is beautiful. But what's the divine idea of beauty? When I look at the Ukrainian people, I see beauty. When I hear their sharing, I mean, it's sound. They're living what I teach. i got to learn to do that. I'm talking about their living in great distress. What I teach. I have to learn to do that. So beauty, 
their beauty to me. They're the divine idea of beauty. It's changeless and it's timeless. And we all recognize it. Beauty's in a child. Beauty's in a newborn. It's timeless. That's the divine idea of beauty. That's the spiritual beauty. Versus the beauty of the flower. So now we can kind of differentiate the relative reality and the spiritual reality. To bless it all, not good or bad, absolute truth despite appearance to the contrary. So beauty is absolute truth despite sometimes the witness of something to the contrary. It's the idea of acknowledging our humanity while we also honor and affirm our divinity to know that we cannot find God in peace when we stand in sense of stillness. I don't know if any of you have broken through and looked at yourself in many ways and you have someone on the phone or in person trying to explain sense reality to you. It sounds like wow, 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 wow. Doesn't make sense play on words because you've broken through to the truth of the beauty that divine love is real. That that's all we are. That's all we have to give. It's amazing. It's amazing, and to understand that kind-hearted development of consciousness requires self-awareness and self-knowledge. And how do we get that? How do we get that self-awareness and self-knowledge? Well, I have kids that kind of point it out sometimes. And darn, they're always right. We look at each other honestly and we let me know. But how to get that positive consciousness? That's what we're after. Positive consciousness. We slow down. Terry explained that to me this morning. Bonnie, you're running. Slow down. I said, oh, Bonnie and I were talking about Easter and my creative juices are going like this. We have to slow down. Sit in the silence. Listen. Divine guidance, God, you and I dance, come to you. But you have to listen. You can't be a know-it-all. you got to listen. And then, our fifth principle, you have to take spiritual action. And whatever you're asked to do, and you will be asked, You'll have a knowing that you're a child of God. You know, Jesus had that knowing. He knew he was perfection, wholeness, and health. He knew he was perfection, wholeness, and well-being. He also did not want to physically suffer. You know, if you could take this from me, you could take this cup from me. So the reality of his humanity, while he was totally committed, to his divinity. I love this statement. It's from Heart Centered Metaphysics. 
have the courage to make the heroic attempt to give personal expression to God. Heroic attempt. It's a heroic attempt. That's what we're seeing in the population in Eastern Ukraine. They're doing a heroic attempt. They're doing it to give expression to God, to vibrate to the harmony of spirit. And in our everyday life, this is called the resurrection of humankind. We get to resurrect too. Wherever we start, understand that divine mind does not change. It is our awareness of divine mind that changes. In our resurrection, our idea of divine mind changes, but divine mind is constant. And you know, divine mind is God is good, God is love. So to be in that energy of graceful living, Joanne Gabriel, uh, in, in the uh, book, uh, Release and Renew, and I know you guys are studying this, but I'm going to go through this because anyone who's not in the classes or not reading the book, I think it was March 6th that it, this was in the book, and it says, for Lent, for Lent, let's retreat. So you change your emotional location. Well, what does that mean? You, you have less noise and less news and less distraction. And like you'll go out and walk the labyrinth. You return, you change your heart. We can really change our heart and get rid of the thought, uh, false beliefs and the anger, the unfulfilled desires. And Charles Fillmore, one of our co-founders, said, gently sweep away the cobwebs. Gently sweep away the cobwebs. To make room for love. And then to release. To change your thinking. Cultivate a consciousness of celebrating life. I love that about our family. You know, when we, when the kids were young and they were all at home, sometimes their friends would come over and uh, I'd say, come to the table. And they go, no, 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 we'll sit in the living room and wait because they were going out. And then they would tell us, oh my gosh, you guys sit around this table and laugh the whole time. Now we had time to eat. Trust me, I don't give that that much. But, we, but they just, you know, they could hear it. And, and we didn't even know it. Because that was our everyday stuff. Do you remember that stuff? We just would laugh. We had stories and we would laugh. We celebrated life. Part of that was because you knew we thought it was Part of that was because we were Irish. Ellen may know that. So, you know, we just celebrated life and then renewed. Change your mind. Well, I love this about changing your mind. Provide compassionate and supportive words and actions. By sharing yourself with others, you are taking your mind off your own circumstances and putting it on love. Create a season of grace. So what does that look like? Well, there was a woman I met. She was homeless at the time I met her. 
And I met her through one of the support groups of my wellness journey. And uh, she got, she was getting better, and then she was getting better, and then she was getting better, and we loved each other. And I was teaching her some unity principles, one of prosperity, which, by the way, I was always afraid about money. You teach what you're trying to learn. So she listened. So one day I get this call from her. She got a job, God bless her, and I don't even know where she was living, but she had a roof over her head, and she called me. And she goes, God, I prosper. And I said, oh, I'm so glad. Share your story with me. How do you prosper? And she goes, well, you know, I got this job. And she said, I've been saving up. And I said, oh, that's wonderful. And she goes, and today I went and bought myself a tube of lipstick. Get to know a lot of different people. Get to know how they're living. My beloved brother, who's now transitioned, said to me constantly, Donna, there are a million different ways of living. And her way of prospering was a tube of lipstick. So to understand that grace is love in action and prayer is the soil where grace can grow. So to live a life of prayer, we're in Lent, a life of grace, is so important. And to understand that singing, and I love this, Bonnie, you're, where are you, Bonnie? <laughs> I'm going, uh, uh, Singing is one way to express our joy. Think about that. Singing is one. So our music directors and Jerry and all of our music people, Eric, um, they, they're helping us. They're helping us express self. So singing is one way to express our joy. And it sets forth mighty currents of health, restoring our awareness of life in our bodies. That's what our music director and all do for us. And so what does that do for us? It wakes us up. And what does it say to us? If you know this, sing with me. It's in every one of us to be David Pomerantz. It was written in 1975. I began singing it in 1980. Someone pointed out, oh my God, Donna, that was 40 years ago. 
but it's true. And I chose that song today. I wasn't sure I would sing it, but I chose it. And then when my grandson came in, I said, I'm singing this. If it does nothing else, my, it'll embarrass him. No. So, so um, the reason why I'm saying it today is because we're talking about perfection, wholeness, and health, no matter what the appearance. So don't misunderstand me. I sat with my beloved niece when she was leaving, when she was making her transition. I'm not a smart ass about physical health. That would be metaphysical malpractice. But what I do know is that same very same need was perfection, wholeness, and health. And I'm not confused by it. That's what faith is. It's lack of confusion. To understand one thing, I must say this, is unforgiveness blocks healing. I have that in text. So I would remember to say it. Because if you have unforgiveness in your heart, it blocks healing. So you don't forgive. You've heard this a million times. But you don't forgive for the other person. You forgive for yourself. The receptive state of peace assures us of a successful demonstration of wholeness and health. So be patient. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Know that there's a million different ways of living. That everybody doesn't have to march to your drum. To know that our world needs prayer. To be grateful for the healthy bodies we have, whatever state they're in. To pray for peace in our world. To pray for the women and children who are suffering right now. To know that we can and we will live graceful living because it's our right as a child of God. So I thank you for listening. And now I think I have a spiritual practice. So as you begin your week, take a moment to feel the power of your soul self. Beyond the appearance of our sense consciousness, it's so important. That is a unity principle. In spite of appearances, God is good. In spite of appearances, God is love. So beyond the appearance of our sense consciousness is the power of pure spiritual perfection. Wholeness of being. Grateful for the image and likeness that we carry within the health of divine mind that pulses in every cell. Be grateful. Be grateful. Be grateful. That's the practice this week. Thank you.